Hello friends, it's Jim Nance and it's my great pleasure to welcome you to Beyond the Clubhouse, a podcast hosted by my friend Garrett Johnston. He is a testament to one of the great things about this sport, the friendships that come from playing or even just talking about the game. And you're going to meet some of the characters that Garrett has gotten to know from this past decade plus that he's been covering the sport. You're going to hear from players, caddies, members of the media. You're going to get the storytelling, the golf news, the players' swing tips, and a whole lot of laughs. It's coming your way with this edition of Beyond the Clubhouse. Here's Garrett. All right, Jim Nance, thanks as always for the introduction there. I got Denny McCarthy this week. He's ranked 97th in the FedEx Cup rankings. Uh, as we enter the playoffs here, of course, he finished 73rd last year, so he was three shots out of qualifying, getting to the BMW. He's never made it to the BMW. And here's the kicker. If that's not enough of a, a carrot, he's from Maryland, and they're going to Caves Valley uh, up in uh, outside of Baltimore. So that's a huge opportunity if he can get in there. He's going to need, I talked to the tour, he's going to need a top 16 finish. So we talk about the mentality of a chaser. What is he thinking about? How is he processing each round, uh, trying to get in there and go from 97 to inside the top 70? So we'll get into that for a bit. we got a great story on Tiger Woods, the first time he ever played golf with Tiger Woods at their home golf club in Florida. Unbelievable story. That's towards the end of this podcast as well, so stick with it, um, and we'll get to it here in a minute. Denny, Denny McCarthy on Beyond the Clubhouse. Before that, real quickly, Encore Golf. Check them out, EncoreGolf.com, and check out the Vero X1 Golf Ball. I love the distance. Great combination of accuracy and control and feel with it as well. I, I gained, when I mentioned distance, I've gained 12, 15 yards off the tee. It's been a huge game changer for me. So you can use my promo code B, the letter B, Clubhouse, to get 10% off when you order online for Encore Golf Golf Balls. They also have the Avant 55 and the Elixir. Check them out on social media as well, at Encore Golf. We'll get to it here. Denny McCarthy on Beyond the Clubhouse. All right, I am joined now by my next guest, Denny McCarthy. Of course, he's been on the PGA Tour. This is his fourth full season on the PGA Tour. A two-time All-American UVA, went to Virginia. Two-time Maryland Amateur winner. Three-time Maryland Open winner. Junior Ryder Cup. He was on the Walker Cup team as well. Denny, what's going on with you? We're starting the playoffs, but uh, how's it going here in New York for you? Uh, it's, it's going well. Thanks thanks for having me on. Uh, excited to, to talk a little bit about golf and, and Maryland and uh, – it's been uh, it's been a, it's been a kind of a crazy year. I've had a lot of ups and downs, um, but um, you know, thankfully, I'm right now. I'm feeling good about my game, so we'll see if uh, see if I can make a little push in the playoffs. I've, I've thrown out this little playoff beer to to give me a little good mojo here the, the last week and this week, and hopefully continue it into the next few weeks. So um, games games rounding into some nice form, and look forward to competing this week. Yeah. Well, no, like you mentioned that playoff beard, the playoffs, this is a big step for if you're trying to get ahead in your career for, for you. Are there any like uh, superstitions that you're going to resort to or that you're going to work on any X factor you can uh, pull out here? Uh, no, I don't, I don't know if there's an X factor. I think, you know, one thing that helps is that I played this place, um, you know, a few years ago, the first playoff event Northern trust was here in 2019. So um, you know, that was kind of, I want to say I played seven weeks in a row to end my year. And this was my eighth week in a row. So I was really burnt out by the time I got here a few years ago, but, um, you know, I had a few weeks off, um, recently and played last week and, and played nicely. And, 
Um, so now I'm coming into this week somewhat fresh. Um, haven't played some some tournament rounds at this place. Played another 18 today. Um, so got a really good look at the course. The course is in great shape. Um, greens are really good. Fairways are tight. The rough the rough isn't too bad, but it was a little windy today, and you just gotta you gotta step up and hit a lot of golf shots and, and golf your ball around this place. So um, I think it helps that I've been here before. Um, you know, just the whole logistics of just being around, you know, being in the, the city around New York city, Jersey, it can be a little hectic. So, um, I think I was a little, you know, I was just a little unfamiliar with it, I guess the, the first time around a few years ago. And now I, I just feel more comfortable when I'm, um, um, when I'm on site here, just like, just like going back to, you know, other tour events, you know, you know, first year on tour, it was tough, you know, learning all the places and then, you know, second year on tour, you feel more comfortable. And this is, this kind of how this feels this week, you know? So. Well, I'm just thinking you're 97th in the rankings right now. You, you got to the Northern trust the last couple of years, 2019, 2020, you finished 73rd. So you're three spots out of the BMW. Um, what's the mentality as a chaser trying to get inside that top 70? Yeah, I, I need to have a, a really good week. Um, so there, I, I can't really, you know, hold back or, or, you know, play conservatively I, I gotta go out and be aggressive um probably figure I need something like a top 10 or a top 15 to to move on to next week um but the mentality doesn't change you know I'm, I'm going out you play every week to try and win the tournament and I think I just keep that mindset this week and um you know maybe when I have you know some some green light opportunities really um, take my chances when I get them. And then maybe when I have some, some of the longer clubs into the, you know, longer par threes or par fours, you know, maybe be a little bit more conservative on, on some of those longer shots, but maybe when I get some short irons and wedges in my hands, um, you know, be somewhat aggressive so I can get myself some, some really good looks. And, um, so, uh, I mean, you know, really nothing to lose this week. I got to have a great week. Um, and, and, you know, I'm looking forward to the challenge. I, I'm playing well. I think I can, um, you know, post some good scores at this place. I played played well up there today, and like I mentioned, I've you know playing a few rounds here a few years ago is is definitely beneficial. Um, playing the place in tournament conditions and understanding what it kind of takes around this place. So um, I think you just gotta, you know, hang, you know, be loose with it. Go out and have have some fun and and be aggressive. Yeah, I emailed the PGA Tour communications. So, okay, what does Denny McCarthy need to do to get through uh, to BMW? And he said, basically, you need to earn 211 points this week or a top 16 finish. So you were pretty close on your yeah. guesstimate there. Um, yeah. I mean, do, do you do you end up, I mean, a couple of years you were close there in the playoffs here. You didn't make a BMW, but do, is it easy to put pressure on yourself to perform this late in the year? Um. Yeah, I mean, maybe this one, maybe a little bit more so just because next week being Caves Valley, Baltimore, you know, playoff event in Maryland, um, where I grew up, um, I would have a big, you know, home crowd next week if I were able to advance. So um, that's kind of been a goal of mine this year is to make it to that second playoff event. One, because I've never done, I've never made it to the second playoff event. And two, just being in Maryland, I think it would be really, really special to to be able to tee it up in front of, in front of some family and friends. So um, I can't really think about that. It is on the back of my mind. I think, you know, once the tournament starts, uh, you know, that, that'll kind of go away and I'll kind of try and get into my zone where I'm just out there, you know, trying to play some good golf. 
Yeah. Well, you mentioned obviously Caves Valley. I, I got to ask you, like, is there something, um, I, I know it's been a while since you played there, but is there anything you can tell the golf audience about that piece of property? Um, they're going to see it on national TV all week next week. Is there anything, I guess, to kind of prepare them for? Caves yeah. Valley? I mean, it's a, it's a cool, it's a cool piece of property. I mean, it's uh it's a pretty typical Northeast-ish type of golf course, you know, big, big golf course. Um, you know, bent, bent greens, bent fairways, um, you know, just a, a pure, a pure Northeast golf course. And, um, I don't know if many people think of Maryland as the Northeast. I, I kind of <laughs> classify it as, as, as a Northeast golf course, but, um, there's a lot of undulation. I remember there being a lot of downhill uphill shots. Um, there's some water in places, um, I mean, it's, I'm sure I haven't seen the redo. Um, I, I haven't played it in probably seven or eight years. Like I mentioned to you earlier, um, when we were, when we were texting and, um, so uh, I'd, I'd love to go see it. And my, my brother actually played it three or four weeks ago. Um, and he told me it, it was awesome. The redo was, was, was fantastic. And so that kind of, you know, made me want to get there even a little, even a little more, um, when he told me the place was, was awesome. So, um, you know, hopefully I can, you know, have a great week this week. And then, like I said, tee it up in front of some, some family and friends. Yeah. Well, you're talking about Maryland play, uh, playing golf in Maryland. I got to ask you, like, what, what are some of your favorite courses in Maryland? I know you've uh, been, you're a native of the area, so you got to have a couple, a couple favorites, I'd imagine. Public golf courses or just golf courses in general? Courses in general. I know you're a member at Argyle. You probably played TPC Potomac a million times. I mean, what, uh, what comes to mind? Uh, I'd say, well, not too far from Caves Valley, Baltimore Country Club um, is, is probably up there for sure. It's probably my top two or three in Maryland. Um, Woodmont, where I play the sectional qualifier, uh, you know, the last four or five years, that place is awesome. Um, Columbia Country Club is is great. That's that's always been a that's always been a, a fun one for me growing up. I you know working with Bobby Dolan um, when when I was growing up, and you know Bobby's Mr. Dolan's been a great mentor to me for throughout my career. And so Columbia has always been a special place for me. And um, you know obviously Argyle growing up there. That's I, I like I like to call that we kind of joke. I like to call it the home of golf. You know, that's kind of like my, my second, it's like my second home really growing up at Argyle. Um, so I, I definitely say that, you know, Argyle is a special place in my heart. And then, you know, my, my couple other favorites are BCC, um, Woodmont and Columbia. There we go. Top, uh, top four there. Um, yep. Well, hey, we, we, we've seen so much right now and it's the summertime and we, we've seen you at Greensboro play in the heat and talking about using baby powder in your uh, glove. Was, like how, how have you discovered it was, that? It was brutal last week. I, I, I'm, I sweat a lot to begin with. And then, I mean, it was probably 95, hundred degrees, three of the four days and just, I mean, humid. You couldn't believe how humid it was. Not much air moving. Um, and I was just sweating a ton. I, I discovered this baby powder trick a few years ago on, on really hot weeks. Just my hands sweat a lot. My, my glove gets really sweaty. And um, just, you know, I've used baby powder in like my shoes before to kind of dry them out. Um, so, you know, I discovered this trick where I just 
pour a little baby powder in, in my glove before, you know, a few shots here and there and just kind of soaks up a little of the moisture and, and kind of makes it a little more dry and um, just so my hands don't get so sweaty. So that was a nice trick, you know, just putting ice on my hands, just kind of cooling, you know, ice on my neck, ice on my forehead, ice on my wrist, just like just a couple little things here and there to kind of just keep my keep trying to keep myself dry at least my hands that's the most that was that's really the most important part um i don't want my hands slipping off the club so um the baby powder is a nice little trick to the trade if you will <laughs> that's crazy man uh well hey listen we we know you as a great putter um every weekend golfer it's hard for us to get out there and get excited about practicing our putting but what is a good way to make it fun i like to just be creative with it i'm not I'm not very mechanical. Um, I use, I use the lineup, the line on my ball. So I draw a, a black Sharpie line, um, over, over the, the stamping on the side. And, you know, I've, I've always been a pretty good green reader where I see things well, but I, I, I read the greens by picking spots. So if I have, you know, a putt that breaks a foot or so, and, you know, I pick you know, something that stands out, whether it's a piece of Poana or, um, you know, an old ball mark or something, um, you know, I kind of treat it as an art form where I kind of picture the art of the putt, you know, curving and, you know, just focusing on that spot that I've picked and lining my ball up in that, you know, vicinity of the spot, whether it's added or maybe a ball or two high of that spot that I picked and, um, just trying to visualize, you know, where it's going to be rolling at that spot and how it's going to be entering the hole. And, um, so uh, just really good visual visualization, um, like I said, I'm not very mechanical. I, I've, I've, I've got pretty good touch and feel. And, um, you know, I really utilize that when it comes to putting. Definitely. Well, I know you said in the past that you're the kind of guy that you like to get to a golf course, play the course and play golf shots, not so much just be on the range forever, but I know that you, you've got to be a creature of habit at a certain point. You have to have a pre-round uh, warm-up routine on the range as you get ready for your, your competitive round. So what does that typically look like for you, Denny? So usually I'll get there a couple hours before, um, you know, get a little workout in, um, get my body moving, typically eat before that, and then get my body moving um, for about 20 to 30 minutes before every round. And then, um, so probably show up to the putting green first, anywhere from, kind of depends, anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour. Um, I like just under an hour. Um, so the first 20 minutes or so I'll, I'll do my couple simple putting drills, if you will. It's not really, not really any drills, just kind of what I like to do. I like to hit a lot of short putts, lining up my ball, just seeing the ball go in from short distance and then hit some longer lag putts, get a, a feel for the speed of the greens that day. So I'll, I'll putt for 20 minutes, hit balls for 20, 25 minutes. And maybe if I have enough time hit, you know, five more minutes worth of putts and then go to the tee. So I'm already pretty loose when I get out there, just, you know, getting in the gym before I get my body moving. I'm already pretty loose before I even get to the putting green. Um, so hit some putts and then, you know, 20, 25 minutes worth of balls. Um, maybe discuss some of the wins and tee shots. I'm going to be facing that day and maybe hit a few of the tee shots early in the rounds. Um, and, and then yeah. typically, typically end my range session with whatever I'm going to hit off the first tee. Um, so could, could take one shot, might take two or three, depending on, you know, 
if I didn't like the first one, how, how I, you know, how the first hole is going to be, if I didn't like the first one, hit another one or two to feel comfortable with that club before I head to the first tee. Well, that's you before your round. Let me give you a game situation for us weekend golfers that we need help with as a putter. Um, we may be off to a good start. Maybe we're even or one over through nine, but you get to the, we get to the 10th hole and let's say we're having a, what could be a blow up hole, but we set ourselves up. Okay. We got six foot left for a double. You know, there are good bogeys out there. There's good par saves out there, but when you really want to make that putt to keep the, 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 the blood from, for not going crazy there on, on your 10th hole, like how do you just kind of visualize that six foot you, you want to make it right? Yeah. I think you just, you know, I, I, I try and put the same amount of emphasis on, on any shot. Um, I don't want to, you know, put too much pressure on myself. I need to make this double bogey putt or else I'm going to make triple. I don't, I don't really think about that. You know, it's just, I've had a bad hole, you know, I'm going to put, I'm going to put some nice energy and focus into this putt, hit a great putt. And, you know, if I, if it doesn't go in, you know, so what, yeah, I'm probably going to be frustrated, but just continue to go through my same process. Nothing changes. Don't let your mind race. Just realize that it's going to be okay. <laughs> golf is not the end. <laughs> golf's not the end of the world. One bad hole is not the end of the world. Yes. It might be frustrating and it might suck at that time, but um, just continue to just continue to go through your process. Don't, don't, don't freak out or don't be, you know, I, I like to try and use the word unflappable. So I, I try and I try and be unflappable or don't let anything bother you. Sometimes I, I, I like to show emotion. So sometimes it doesn't always work out, but it helps me keep my emotions in check a little bit. Um, so just, just stay in the course, um, knowing say it's the 10th hole, maybe it's a hard hole. Um, and you know, maybe most guys are making, most guys might be making bogey on it. So if I make this pike get out of here at the double, I've got some birdie holes coming up and I can take advantage of them after this. So kind of just keeping your mind in a, in a positive, you know, positive frame of mind and knowing that there's more holes where I can, um, you know, I have some scoring opportunities coming in. Definitely. Uh, in terms of a, a good chipping club to use around the green, like should, should we pick one club and just learn to hit different shots of that club? Or, or are you a big fan of, Hey, just, just have all three or four wedges, you know? Yeah. I, I think a lot of guys are different. Like I've, I've, I've played a lot of golf with Chris Kirk lately and he said he, he only chips with his 60. Like he, he grew up only, <laughs> he grew up only, he grew up only chipping with his 60. He only practices with his 60. So he figures, why not? You know, I'm just going to use my 60 every time I chip. I'm, I'm a little different. I like to, I like to use, I have, I have a four wedge setup. I go 61, 57, 52, and then a 47 degree pitching wedge. I don't chip with my pitching wedge much. And occasionally with my gap wedge, maybe if I have like a, a longer chip where, where I have a lot of green to work with, I'll use my gap wedge, but I'm um, most of the time chipping with my 61 degree or 57 degree. Um, just kind of depending on the length. Um, same thing with the bunkers. If, if I have a short sided bunker shot, most likely using my 61 degree. Um, if I have a medium to long, longer bunker shot, I'll probably use my 57 degree. Um, I like to be creative with it. It's, it's just something I've always done. I, I see multiple shots with different clubs and um, it's something that I, you know, grew up just chipping around at Argyle playing games with buddies. You know, I've, I, I always was chipping around using different clubs and um, 
you know, there's no reason to change. You know, I, I, I practice with, with all my wedges hitting different types of chip shots with the different wedges. And, um, so it, it gives you, it gives you, you know, gives you some room for creativity out there. You can, you can picture whatever the shot that I hit a 57 or 52 with, I, I could use a 60. I, probably, I could fly a 60 all the way to the hole and maybe spin it a little more, but maybe the, the 57 or the 52 is more of a high percentage play or maybe if my lie is really tight or into the grain or something, 60 might not be the best. And then I revert to the, my 57 degree or 52 degree. It just kind of depends on the situation and you know, what kind of shots in front of me. Yeah. Adapting for sure. And being unflappable as you like to talk about. Um, Want to end with a couple good stories here. I know you're not far, you're in New York. You're not far from Beth page black and what, and tell us a story 10 years ago, something like that. You're in high school and you go out to Beth page black and you sleep in your car the night before. I mean, you're so excited to get out there, but like, tell us a story. Yeah, it was, uh, it was my brother and I, and probably, I think we had two groups that day. might've been, might've been two groups of three or two groups of four. We had, we had six or eight guys, a couple different car, a couple different cars, uh, <laughs> drove, drove up on the third, I believe, um, July 3rd, um, had a little, they have some, some like old grills in the parking lot of Beth page black. So we grilled up some like hot dogs and, oh and hamburgers God. and like, we threw around the football um, in the parking lot. So we basically just hung out in the parking lot, played music, like just having a great time. Um, Sounds like a bachelor party. A couple guys slept on top of the cars. A couple guys slept in the cars. A couple people slept in the trunk. Like we just, we were just having a good time. We just, it was, <laughs> it was fun. Um, and then we, we basically walked out to the, we were the first two groups. I want to say probably, 6 20 6 30 in the morning maybe maybe 6 30 and 6 45 something like that we were the first two groups walking um and it was i mean a beast of a golf course the rough was thick i don't think i drove it very well i, I want to say i drove it in the rough a ton my body wasn't moving very well <laughs> from sleeping in the car uh the night before so body wasn't moving well i didn't hit it great but i, I want to say i scrounged out a decent score that day and um but that that was a lot of fun playing beth page black on the on july 4th it was uh it was a really cool experience definitely well hey and i know there was an experience you had during the beginning of COVID. you're over there at medalist in florida kind of where you live and there was a day where you go you show up to the golf course you, you weren't going to really play you're just practicing feeling a little lazy lethargic and then you run into uh, fowler and you run into jt and next thing you know you're playing with tiger woods your first time ever like tell us about that <laughs> yeah it was a pretty pretty surreal day it was i want to say three weeks into covid so you know the players got canceled and then maybe that was mid-march and i want to say it was maybe the first or second week of april um you know i was bored so i was playing most days with with some other guys um just playing games four or five times a week um, really only because golf golf was one of the only things you could do really at that time. Um, so it was nice to get outside and be playing. Um, but yeah, you, you said it, I was, I went up there one day and didn't have a game lined up, um, had worked out that morning. I was tired. Um, just looked, I was, I was really getting ready to leave. Honestly, I was just like not really feeling, you know, being up there that day. And, um, Ricky and JT showed up and I know them pretty well. And, uh, they said they hadn't played in, in two or three weeks. They took some time off and 
they were just going to go play some holes. So I was like, all right, well, I'll, I'll go play some holes with you guys. And, uh, we started hitting balls on the range. Um, next thing I know, it's just us three. And then tiger showed up and just dropped his clubs like right next to me on the range and starting to put two and two together. You know, it's, you know, it's only the four of us on the range. They said they were going to play. And I'm starting to realize that, you know, they were planning on playing with tiger and I'm kind of crashing their group. And, um, all of a sudden I got a, I got a wave of adrenaline. I was, I was, I wasn't feeling so lethargic anymore. I was, I was energized, um, amped up. I was, I was ready to go. I was, I was nervous. Um, well, for he sure. was, he was still masters reigning masters champ at that correct. moment. Correct. Correct. And it was, um, I made some, some nervy pars on one and two. Um, I think I got up and down from the bunker on one and, and two, um, birdie three and four. And then I, I stuffed one on nine and I, you know, we weren't really keeping score. Everyone had their own cart. It was COVID rules. So we're all just zipping around, you know, not really playing a game, just kind of messing around, just playing around the golf, um, which probably helped me. It probably, calmed me a little bit that we weren't playing a, a big money game or something. <laughs> um, but I, I, I stuffed a nine iron on nine and all of a sudden I look back, I was like, man, what did I, what did I shoot that side? And I like, you know, go back and I'm like, okay, I shot five under that side. That was pretty good. And then I turned and birdied 10, 11, 13. And all of a sudden I'm um, eight under through 13. And, that is crazy. And playing, playing the tiger tees, which is an extra set of tees a little farther back that so we're playing the tiger tees, playing with tiger. I'm eight under through 13. All, all of a sudden I started thinking about it a little more. And I think I made a, you know, the, the closing holes coming at a medalist are pretty hard. They're not many birdie holes. You can make some birdies, but they're some of the harder holes on the course. I think I made a birdie and a bogey coming in to, to shoot eight under, but um, it was a pretty, pretty awesome day. Tiger was, that was the first time I had ever, ever played with him. Um, hopefully I get to play with him again. Hopefully he's doing all right. Um, but I, I can't, I, I can say that I've played with him now and hopefully when I, if I ever get paired with him in a tournament, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm more prepared for that situation now. <laughs> did, did he say did he, anything to you after that, after you lit it up in this group? Uh, or, no, or really? it was just like so nonchalant. We were playing so fast. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they knew that I, you know, made a bunch of birdies uh, I don't think they were adding up my score like I was um but um yeah it was uh it was it was a pretty fun day well Danny great hanging out here on beyond the clubhouse and enjoy this week at Northern Trust good luck in the playoffs man thanks Garrett appreciate it Love that story there with Denny McCarthy. First time ever playing with Tiger Woods. Who else can boast that? Who else can say they shot eight under par? I love that. Uh, so some great stuff there. Good luck to him this week. Playoffs going on. Ranked 97th, trying to get in to the top 70 to get home to Maryland, where he's from, for the BMW Championship at Caves Valley. We'll see how it goes. Hope you guys enjoy watching this week, Northern Trust, and we'll catch up again soon on Beyond the Clubhouse here.